thoughts from God's word. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, it will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, my refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent. Psalm 91, 4-10 How are we as Christians to interpret and understand these verses in the midst of a pandemic? Our first help is as we read on, we may notice something important. Verse 11 begins, For he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. This past, These two verses may be very familiar to you because they are the same verses that Satan uses to tempt Jesus in Matthew chapter 4. As he was trying to tempt Jesus to throw himself down from a high place, from the pinnacle of the temple, Jesus doesn't refute that these verses were written about him, but rather responds to him, It is also written, Do not test the Lord your God. So we come to understand that Psalm 91, first and foremost, is a psalm addressed to the Messiah, to Jesus. They are, in effect, promises made to him. But as we have been going through in Joshua, we find that all of God's promises find their yes in Jesus for those who love him. So these promises can be applied to our lives. So how are we to understand the thought that no harm will come to us or no plague will come near our tent, as it says in verse 10? The first helpful clue is to understand this concept of dwelling. Verse 9 says, Because you have made the Lord my refuge the Most High, your dwelling place. The beautiful promises of the gospel are that God, in in the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, accomplished for us the thing that we could never accomplish for ourselves, namely, the salvation from the punishment of sin and the just wrath that we were condemned to bear because of our sins. So too is verse 9 realized in Jesus. Because we could never in our own strength make the Lord our dwelling place, he has made his dwelling place with us. John fourteen twenty three. Jesus says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. And oh, what an encouragement to love Jesus and to cling to his word. Oh, for the grace to do those things more and more each day. But there is more. To my Christian brothers and sisters, we have died and our lives are hidden with Christ in God, Colossians 3.3. So we see that this then holds the key for understanding verses 4-10 through that we read at the start. 
as our lives, as it pertains to this world, are already dead, the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by day, the plague or the coronavirus you could insert that stalks in the darkness or the pestilence that ravages at noon, those things can no longer be our demise because we have already died and our lives are hidden with Christ in God. So we come to know with great confidence and boldness that no matter what arrow may strike us or plague may prove our final hour on this, in this earthly body that we have, that real life awaits us on the other side. Verse 14 of Psalm 91 says, Because he has set his heart on me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. There is no life longer than that of eternal life. And there is no salvation sweeter than this salvation in Jesus. But I'll close with this thought on dwelling. Right now, the Christian has the assurance of God dwelling with us through the indwelling Holy Spirit. But it will be an even more real and present physical dwelling one day soon, friends. Revelation 21.3 says that, Then I heard a loud voice from the throne. Look, God's dwelling is with humanity, and he will live with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them and will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more because the previous things have passed away. May these thoughts be a comfort and a shield for you. Thanks. Till next time.